What's up, metal motherfuckers? Let's do this. That's our intro, right? <laughs> no, no. Not done. <laughs> uh, so, what's up, Josh? How you doing? Chilling. Killing. Want to watch the date? I'm just watching the dating game. Oh, wrong episode. <laughs> uh, I am excited to talk about this album from this band I was not familiar with before. I know you weren't. I'm excited to hear what you thought of this album. <laughs> oh, you I guys can't it. hear this. See the face I'm making. Uh, this is episode 31 of beside ourselves and today we're doing a first listen of Beartooth's new album below yep i don't have a deep voice below 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 pretty nailed it pretty nailed it <laughs> pretty nailed it how much do you know yeah. about Beartooth? i knew there was a band called Beartooth. oh that's one two um, the only Beartooth song I knew prior to the release of this album was In Between. Yep. From their 2014 album, Disgusting. And I have a very specific visual memory of you singing along to the chorus and doing like a, the mountain and below, like, like <laughs> dancing along to it as you do. Up on the mountain. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what I I don't know in my mind's eye what I thought Beartooth was prior because <laughs> I knew it was a band. I feel like maybe I thought they were more punky and less metally than they are. No. They're a little <laughs> more. I'm metal. saying what I what I thought prior. I think technically it's metal core. No, I know that's why I said punky and metally. Those aren't like real terms. Yeah. Uh, I I think this is uh this is doom crust actually Danny. This is melodic post hardcore, pro post. It's, it's not really power, pop punk. It's more power pop. Um, you know, with overtones of post hardcore and uh, old school seventies punk. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, really so. know the difference between a lot of the the subgenres. I mean, so, obviously, some of them I do, but. Um, There's some big ones, but the little ones, yeah. Knowing what hardcore is and knowing what metal is, I could see why this is called metalcore. I get yeah. that. So it's a good mix. Yeah, and actually, I don't know. Like it, this album surprises me because the the band, the mixing of the really poppy melodic choruses with the screaming. And then there's some songs that it's like, like the past is dead. Is it like so much poppier than most everything else on the album? It's like, it's if you hear that and then you hear, if you've never heard them before and you hear that, and then you hear like one of the harder songs, you're like, I don't know that you'd know it was the same band. <clears throat> How much do you know about Caleb, Caleb Shomo? I know that he was in attack attack yeah okay so that's good but the only attack attack song i know is their cover of i kissed a girl oh <laughs> so, so, so sorry to caleb fans out there what's don't, cool about caleb chris caraba don't tell don't tell caleb so caleb is the 
singer, but he's also the studio instrumentalist. He does all the instruments in the studio. For every album? Yes. Or Okay, so when I, I read that, so I was, I was trying to, because I wasn't familiar with the band, I was trying to read a couple more articles than I normally would maybe, and um, I wasn't, I, when I read that, I thought it was just because of COVID. Nope. Every album. That's wild. But he has like full-time band members. Yeah. And I've seen them live and they nail it. I would not have known that. Like, why not record together if they're permanent band members? I don't know. I mean, whatever works. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, they seem happy. It's funny. Like with it as a band. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like looking at this album packaging and whatnot, like it's got the whole band on the back of it. But really, I mean, touring and yes, they are a full band, but recording wise, from what I can tell, it was all Caleb, you know. That's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know how I'd like myself, how I'd feel about being in a band like that. But then again, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm like. I would probably be like, yes, write for me and teach me how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I I um I will tell you that. Um, no, I'll save it. Actually, it's too early to say these kind of things. I was going to say. So, <laughs> oh. um, I don't really have anything in the stat sheet except that it's their. Oh shoot! You know what? I didn't write down what number album it was. <laughs> I just it was came out on June twenty fifth. I might be wrong about that. Hold on. So I got into them when Disgusting came out in two thousand fourteen. Then Aggressive came out, and then Disease, and then Below. So four. I mean, there's like deluxe and special editions of everything, but there's four total albums. And the sick EP. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So. Before we get into like the track by track, do we want? I have a couple like some kind of quotes about the album as a whole. Okay, go for from, it from Caleb. So, okay, um, he said that Below is by far his favorite album he's made to date. Covers the dark side of dealing with mental strain during the last year. So this was like writ- not the music necessarily, but the lyrics were written during oh, like the worst part of that. COVID lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, during the last year, I gave it all I had musically and lyrically. Is it too dark? Possibly, but uh, it was an honest as it was as honest as I could be about how I felt. I hope everyone is ready to strap in for a wild ride of headbanging and rocking. Um, and then he also says that um, he doesn't want to. He I guess he used to put a lot more explanation into the like what songs were about previous to this album and he said that with this album he doesn't want to explain every song he wanted this to be a listening experience for people to interpret the way they want to yeah um it's good for me because i usually do that (laughs) yeah um i will say spoiler i like this album a lot like a good amount i do think disgusting their first album is better still but this this was a great album, and I'm really excited to talk about it. And I'm excited to see you hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Good. I just don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah. So there's some other stuff that is kind of similar to that, but um, I do like this. He says, "On paper, it seems like I shouldn't have anything to feel bad about ever. 
I have a great job. I have a great wife. I get to live my dream and I love every second of it. But that doesn't mean that mental health isn't still an issue and that COVID didn't bring that to the forefront. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get a lot of like, not just songs, but whole albums dedicated to how COVID fucked all these musicians up, like being in lockdown. Yeah. Which I'm okay with that. I, I, I didn't love all the like, some bands would come out with like a song about COVID. It's like, like during like, kind of like we are like we are the world type COVID <laughs> songs, you know. Um, so, let's get into it. Let's do this track by track. Oh, I wanted to talk about the um, okay the the album art. It's very Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Well, so skulls. Celtic crosses cemetery cemetery earth cracked open with a skeletal reaper hooded figure surging out of the underworld on his snake wreathed motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> it's very um, above it all. All the bear tooth name streaks from the distance and classic heavy metal font gone is its modernist photogenically oriented imagery of past releases. Yeah, it's- and, and it says it owes little to owes a little to meatloaf's iconic bat out of hell sleeve. And a lot to demonic imagery of like Motorhead and Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> and you can tell on like Caleb's new look, like he's got like the bandana on and the the Lemmy mustache. Oh, does he have a Lemmy mustache? It's not like full on Lemmy, but you know okay, you can okay, kind of okay. see like maybe a young hairy chested Lemmy there with his shirt unbuttoned. You see the picture? You looking at it? No. Well, if you go to Beartooth on Spotify, like the top. Of... <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Let's get into this album. Modern Lemmy. Yeah. Track let's, one. Let's below. I'm gonna have you start all these because I want to know. Um. Okay. Song info. Yeah. Uh, Caleb. I was no, in a hotel. No. Huh? I just, no, I want to know what you think of them. <laughs> um, you can tell the info too. <laughs> I can do my feelings first. Okay. I, mean, I don't have info for very many of them. So um, this was just one that I did. Um, so he said he was in a hotel room on a day off on the motionless and white co headlining tour, and his buddy gave him this distortion pedal. I had a little bit of a recording, a little recording setup, and I just remember making this guitar sound. And then the next thing I know, the music for the song is written. It really captured everything I was going for, the energy, the speed, but also the big riffs and breakdown knee stuff. Uh, but the lyrics are just incredibly defeating. I wrote them knowing the song was written for the live show. We had no idea what was ever if that was ever going to happen again. So it's just me coping with that. Word. So... This song is, it's a fine song. I'm, I have it playing in my headphones. <laughs> um, I thought 666 feet in my hell below was kind of like silly and cliche lyric. Um, actually, so it's, it's hard. I, I don't know how I want to present this because I feel like my feelings about many of the songs are very similar. Um, this, they sound like, (laughs) it's like, 
radio friendly. Oh yeah. Radio, yeah. radio friendly. Not in a good way. Like they remind me of a data remember and I don't like that. Do you not like data remember? No, I don't. Oh. Especially after last album was Oh no, the last album was terrible, but I yeah. like older data remember. Well then this album's gonna suck for you. <laughs> Shit. Um, because yes, this band is very data remember. It's kinda like if you threw a data remember and avenge sevenfold together. That's what this yeah. album kind of sounds like. And I'm I'm try I so I will say on my first listen, um was not feeling it and the more i listened to it and like reading the lyrics as i'm listening to it um i did like develop a um a, res a respect for his lyrical ability like lyrics are good for the most part there's one i have like one little nitpick that's a personal one of mine um later I've got on one too i wonder if it's the same one um but well, let's let's focus on below for right now yeah i'm sorry see that's what i'm saying i have a no. lot of similar feelings about um well let me just, go, go ahead. ahead all right so like <laughs> this song has a lot of rage and it's heavy and i like it very distorted good strong heavy song to start the album dismal lyrics but you could tell right off the bat because i don't feel like the singles that were released were as cheesy lyrically but like you said the six six feet below like you could tell with the album art and the lyrics of this first track you're like oh this album's going to go that kind of metal routes. Like, like we're hanging out in a van in the park, smoking weed and just thrashing to this metal. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not against. Do not get me wrong. I'm just saying I didn't expect that with, you know, devastation. And what was the other? Uh, there's another single that I was like, Oh, these two are such rip jams. I think the past is dead is one of the singles too, but. Yeah, I, th I, you know, and I think part of it too was because of my immediate feelings of like, this is like really, this is like radio friendly metal. It made me think of like butt rock and. and oh, it's borderline that. Yeah, yeah. And, and so part of that is there, there are several things in life where I'm like, I don't like the thing because of the fans of the thing. So like, I don't really mind what like watching UFC, like watching guys beat each other up, but the fans, the like the, the, the dudes that are into UFC ruin it for me. Like um, I hate most wrestling fans. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't like a lot of star Wars fans. I meet <laughs> like, and so I like when I, when I hear like it being like borderline butt rock, I'm just like, Oh, this is a douchey fan base. Probably. And but they don't, yeah. well, they might start because of this album, but they get popular. Yeah. Beartooth has been an awesome metalcore band from the get-go and they were more intricate and I don't know. It, like this seems like a fun, I mean, no, it shouldn't be fun because it's dealing it with a lot of the position between the, the way the songs feel and then yeah, the words, of the song, like the way this rocks, it feels like it's a fun metal album that you would just party to in the backyard during summer. But the lyrics on a lot of these songs are not in that case or not that case. Yeah. yeah, let's move on. Track two. Oh, I was gonna I was just gonna say I do like and I can say this with a lot of stuff. I do like the ability to mix like catchy popular choruses with screaming on verses. Like that's that's cool. So. Yeah. Devastation. This is a great song. Um <laughs> yeah, no. Um I like the way this this one starts really hard, which is cool. 
I think. Yeah. Good song about uh, everything just falling apart. And I like the bridge and the breakdown before the last chorus. Like those are really sweet. Um, I don't have a lot of feelings about anything else, but this, yeah, this song, this song's fine. I like this one. <clears throat> this song has like the bare tooth formula to a T like their older stuff style. It's that catchy chorus with heavy driving instrumentals behind it. Group chants in it. Good rage part and headbanging buildup for the breakdown. And the, the slick guitar like slide riff that happens in the bridge or after the bridge. So cool. Yeah, this one doesn't have like I think it the it it on the first song it like threw me off right away because I was like oh that cheesy lyric like that's the first thing you hear I was like oh like so, um, but yeah no this one this one's good I feel like the chorus is like if you're at the concert be like easy to sing along to and they have this like gang vocals at the very like at, at the part of it like or. I don't know if it's gang uh, gang vocals, but it sounds like several people it might yeah. just be him layered or whatever. But it is, but live they it right. sounds cool when they do that because he's done that in past songs. Yeah. So that song's a jam. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I feel it. I That's feel the song it. that got me into like getting me excited about this album. Yeah, that so. one came out on March nineteenth, so that one's been out for a bit. Yeah. All right, track three, The, the past, past is Dead. Is dead. This is uh, one of the singles. This one's the really poppy song. Yep. I feel like the poppiest song. Um, they got a cool music video with that's like simple but cool. Like it's got Pyro and like a weird, like surreal demon guy, like fo- kind of following them, like creeping around. I-, I don't know if you've seen it, but I was trying to make up for not knowing <laughs> the band by like doing extra, <laughs> extra research. So. So the tone they get on the guitars, this one is very sick and very metal. However, this sounds like an Avenged Sevenfold song. Like this is their radio, like metal song. And the more I listen to this one, it's it's fine. But he has a prettier get, he has a prettier voice than uh, M Shadows. Than M Shadows, yeah. M Shadow M Shadows always has the gravel, you know. Yeah. Like, I can't like, accept that the best is dead. Yeah. Like if if I heard, oh, Caleb's starting a pop punk band, like I wouldn't be surprised. Like he has the voice to do that if he wanted to. There's a song later on that we will discuss how pop punk it is. Yeah. Um, the only thing I was going to say about this one is uh, is that it's, uh, he said that this was like one of the first songs written for the album. That's been in the bank for like two years. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I love the Wo-O-O's, but that's what makes me think of Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> Do they have Wo-O's on Avenged? I don't know. I feel like their um, newer stuff does. Does. Oh, um, you know what this made me think of? What? Let the past die. Kill it if you had to. That's the only way to come what you were meant to be. Kylo Ren. <laughs> it's a Star Wars song. Yeah, that's I, that's what I heard. This one's about the Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I feel like it's um, I I feel like I relate to the this song though, as far as um, like I'm someone that spends like a lot of time reminiscing and a lot of time like relitigating things that have happened in the past. So like trying to hold, trying to hold on, but realizing that you can't. And you know, 
I get, I feel that. Oh, this is, this is, this is a song that really, I feel like the vocal melody on the chorus is like that, um, that one event sevenfold song that was really popular that now I can't think of the name of, and I didn't write it down. The like your head up high and your ho- your head down low or your head up whatever you know what I'm talking about. I'm I'm sure I do, but I don't know a lot of newer. No, it's like, not. It's not newer. Newer. Uh, was it about waking the fallen? I don't know. Ow. Waking <laughs> the fallen. Bother me now. All I want, maybe. I don't know. Boo. Let's move on. Let's move Boofing on to track four. four. <laughs> um. Fed up. You hated this one, didn't you? This is um, this is the the COVID song right here. Fed up with lockdown. Yeah, it's very, yeah. But I feel like this is like this is kind of a thrash punk song. Like the way he sings the verses, like it doesn't sound like it almost doesn't fit on this album. Yeah, it well until you get to like until. You get to like the the riff. I feel yeah, like. but but the so, verse is like the and then like it just it doesn't give off the same vibe. No, it's but definitely. Then, and apparently, he was going for like a Foo Fighters like '90s garage vibe. Was so, he? Yeah, it says I had a really fun time making that song. I'm a really big Foo Fighters fan. I like that '90s garagey, just driving the whole time kind of sound. It got pretty. It got it's got pretty much one drum beat throughout the majority of the song. I just wanted to make it sound kind of dirty, grungy, too loud, and over the top. Um, so, I really like it, but I felt like you were gonna hate it. Um, you know what? I think I didn't like it on an initial listen, and then when I realized what he was going for, I was like, okay, I understand what you're doing. And um, I I learned a couple albums ago when we did this when we did something I didn't like that I needed to listen to it several times because not just for research, but also I, I've, I've learned that I, like I, I'm uh, I have like the, the quick resting bitch ears where like I hear something new and I usually don't like it. <laughs> so I have to, I have to um, sometimes give things a little bit more time to bounce around in my head. So, all right. I don't want to dominate the microphone here. So let's go to track. Number nice five. transition dominate so the the high-pitched guitar in this song that that they repeat over and over you know it reminds me of like i know it's not anything like this but it, for some reason it reminds me of like a tv kids horror show like goosebumps or something rl stein made or our real monsters i don't know it's just like over and over yeah and i think this song's about getting the vaccine so with many of the songs being about seclusion of lockdown, like this one, we're all about to dominate. I'm tied down. I'm tied down by the needles in my skin. When I return, I'll be stronger than I've ever been. Like, come on. This song has to be about getting the vaccine. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't like I I I thought that it might have something to do with that, too. There's enough uh, that imagery. And then there's there's something else, too. Um, but um I know like he says being tied down by the needle in his skin and like something about being like really run down or hurt. And I was like, well, you know, the first day after you get that second shot, a lot of us feel like shit. And then we come back feeling like we're ready to dominate. That's why I really, yeah, this song's all about the vaccine. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. (laughs) I like the song a lot. 
Mostly because of the. I agree with you that with that little spooky guitar. That's too. that's the main reason I really like this song. So it reminds me of like Ah Real Monsters for some reason, or I don't know some shit. I, I, I did say yeah. I said that this is either about the the vaccine or it's about symptoms that you know overcoming symptoms of his depression which i feel like i mean you can do whatever you want when you're writing a song right you can yeah. say you can put several things it's about drugs and uh, girls and uh love and loss and life okay burt mccracken mccracker um, <laughs> but i yeah I've, this song hits pretty hard but it's st- the chorus is still melodic but it's not quite as poppy as other ones there's kind of like melodic screaming on the chorus instead of it just hold on everything okay yeah, yeah, we just couldn't find the car keys. It was like a dramatic moment because the car alarm was going off. I, I, f- I had this feeling like you left a kid somewhere. <laughs> no. God, no. <laughs> All right. Ready to move on to the next track? Yeah. No return for your car keys. <laughs> no return. This is one that doesn't do it for me. It's fine. But I think this might be one of my least favorites on the track. You know, this song hits really hard at the at the beginning. So then when the clean vocals came in, like for the verse, I was surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I wrote. I wrote, it's not a bad song, but the breakdown and the chorus are kind of weak compared to so many other songs on this album. So, However, you know, like, you know how I like timestamps? Yeah. Two minutes and 50 seconds. That drum beat is tasty. Oh, I was right there and I clicked past it again. It's just like a different. It's good. I like it. If you say so. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I do like when they he like screams, give up the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times in the song. And uh, I yeah, I, I said I don't really love the melody on the chorus on this one. Um, it's just another one of those like, will they remember me once I'm gone songs like that I feel like every musician has to put out. Well, I thought it was uh, it was a little bit that, but I also think like it's because he's he's saying like um not a like a kind of not a boy who cried wolf situation, maybe kind of like a bo- boy who cried wolf situation, but like uh have I com- have I been talking about my feelings so much that people don't care anymore? Like talking about how I'm hurting. Yeah. That people don't listen anymore or whatever. Like I get that. Like being feeling irrelevant. What'd you say? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Get it? Because you said you feel like no one's listening. Never mind. Rude. uh. All right. That that causes phantom pain for me. Number seven. Phantom pain. I have a lot of opinions on this song because it has my least favorite lyrical thing ever. Yes, I knew it. One, you can't rhyme side four times. Yes. Yes. Still yes. looking for the bright side. Still in love with the dark side. Still dead on the inside. I look dead on the or I look dead on the outside. However, like I really like the super metal verses and the emo choruses, and I kind of dig the breakdown. It's not the best breakdown on the album, but and the outro is nice. It's just uh, also the guitar tones. Don't they remind you of Death from Above in this song? A little bit. Like the wah, 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 wah. yeah. Yeah, that's I have that's my opinions on this one. It kind of made me mad, but then also see, you can't <laughs> do that to me. The song has to be like killing it if you if you make me that mad that quickly. And it's so, in the first verse. Yeah, it's the first verse, and I'm like, barf. And then I was like, I mean, the rest of this is okay, but 
You know, I think you're right. I think that ruined it for me. I tried to write things I liked about it, but I keep thinking about That's all that. he wrote was those four lines. <laughs> Still looking for the bright oh, side. I'm in love with the dark side. That is terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caleb. I have a lot of respect for for you as a lyricist and musician, especially knowing that you do every literally do everything. It's wild. <laughs> Honestly, Phantom Pain and No Return are my only songs on this album I didn't like. So well, let's not return to them because they cause Phantom Pain. Let's go to track number eight, Skin. Yeah. You ready to talk about this? Yeah. Wait. So I'm trying to remember what the chorus is now, but the note, the only note I wrote was chorus on this sounds a little like late stage Fall Out Boy to me. This is their emo pop punk song. You can hear some 41 influences on all the guitar and it's totally a screamo and pop punk chorus. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. It's just completely off track for the theme of the album. <laughs> this is a pop punk song, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I do hear Fall Out Boy too in the chorus. Like So I, I want to bump the skin on me. It sounds yeah. Yeah, I love I mean, this he doesn't song. Have, but... He doesn't have Patrick's pipes, but... No. I mean, not many people do. He warms up by singing Usher. Does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this song's uh, pretty dope. It doesn't feel like it should be on this one, but I like it. I mean, it still sounds like them, but it definitely... He was... I'm surprised I couldn't find something about like him going like what I did with uh, fed up where it's like he was going for kind of a specific idea with the sound. I'm surprised that there isn't like a note somewhere about that for this song. Maybe, maybe it's coming, but I don't know why, but the guitars and drums remind me of a track off all, all filler, no killer by some 41. Like it just kind of sounds like that. I have to figure out what, what fallout boy chorus that kind of the, the melody <laughs> sounds like to me. So. so yeah, skin dope song. Their least metal song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 10. Wait. Number nine. Excuse yeah. me. Hell of it. You th- I was about to say, you're just going to skip it for hell the hell of it. it? Hell of it. Oh, geez. Um, this song was another very live-centered one. He, wrote, he also wrote this on the, the tour. He was listening. He was. I was probably listening to Motorhead and wanted something with that kind of groove. I just wanted the guitars to kind of growl. So I wrote really simple riffs in the breakdowns and stuff. It's got a super basic drum beat behind it, and it's just a good time, plain and simple. It's my name. Do you notice? Feast on my carcass. Like here on the thing. (laughs) I mean, rip the flesh off my bones and make a feast of my carcass is so like, like, I don't know, 90s metal. (laughs) But I love it. It's pretty fucking brutal. The lyrics, the song is like a horror story being told out. And in- interestingly, it's the one of the only songs on the album with almost no or no clean vocals. I, I, I that's what I wrote. No clean vocals on this baby. And it's might be one of my favorite songs on the album. <laughs> What's one thing you remember about the song? I don't know if you remember it, but the breakdown. I said I love the a submarine the ping. Like you hear a submarine you ping, you know. for that? Ah, no, you I failed. just you failed. 
Yeah, go to 228. You can hear it in the background. Oh, yeah. It's like a submarine ping. I don't know what's going on, but it's kind of cool. A sonar. Down, down. Yeah, I love that riff. Although I will tell you, know what that riff, it kind of sounds like this. This riff could totally be a, um, or like that breakdown could totally be like a wrestler theme song. Like that totally sounds like that. Like not, not generic. A lot of like, these could. Yeah. Like uh, not generic. I don't mean to say generic, but that there's a lot of like those kind of like metal sounds that you get w yeah. with a lot. Of, a lot of wrestlers have like a wrestle, like a metal instrumental. I think it's the drummers hitting something, but it does sound like a radar ping. No, I think it's a straight up radar ping they put in. <laughs> Which I mean, like our dude here played keyboards and synth for Attack Attack. That was his job. I'm surprised there's not more keyboard and synth. He has a side project, <clears throat> sorry, that I cannot find that's all electronic called Class. And I mm. can't find it. It's got like one EP out. You can't right. like find the physical, you mean? Well, I can't find it on Spotify. Ah. But ah. Like the next track, I won't give up. <laughs> track 10, I won't give up. <laughs> won't give it up. Oh, I won't give it up. My bad. Um, I like the bridge. Um, and yeah, I, I wrote the lyrics down for it. I got to live with the price I paid. Stay away. Let them let me make this change. Nobody else will create my fate. I also wrote those exact lyrics down, Josh. This what song gives off hard classic day to remember which now you're gonna hate it but <laughs> doesn't it not sound like old day to remember well yeah i mean everything on this album sounds like a day to remember to me because it's not <laughs> like it it's not the kind of music i don't listen to metalcore so i'm like very much so i'm not like it all just kind of put it in the same box fair fair I wish I had an that's, answer for you. Yeah, that's my answer. The answer. <laughs> Track 11, the answer. The outro is cool. I said this one's good, but it uses too much of the formulas of other songs that I get lost. I've listened to this album like 10 times this weekend, and almost every time I'm like, I don't really remember this song. It's not a bad song. It's just kind of sadly forgettable to me. His vocal melody, though, when I'm crumbling under the pressure at the end, is pretty. I feel like the the riff at the beginning is different, like the lead in riff. Yeah, the like atmospheric -y one, not the like the not the like the chuggy one, but the the one that starts <laughs> the, the chubby song. one, chuggy, chuggy. Oh. I mean, you could call a guitar riff chubby. Damn boy, that boy thick. That's a thick riff. It's not thick, it's husky. <laughs> Were you ever chubby enough to wear husky jeans? No. Oh. Getting there, though. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not having to. All right. I feel, yeah. I don't it's... know. I, I, had a, I had to listen to a lot of these songs a lot to be able to differentiate them. Some of the ones that are more similar to each, like each, I feel like there's a few that are like relatively similar, you know. Yeah. Um, 
like fed up has its own sound the past is dead kind of has its own sound skin definitely skin, yeah devastation i think definitely sounds different but there are a lot one well, i have untrained don't know shit ears too so <laughs> but i hope you got at least a few like workout songs from this because there's some jammy jams on here but we'll see you haven't decided yet i think a couple of these might go on the old no days off playlist <laughs> track no, 12 the last all, riff all caps no spaces How do you feel about an instrumental? It's fine. I feel like this my favorite song is my favorite song of all time is an instrumental. I know, but I feel like it's a it's a sick instrumental. I actually feel like this should have opened the album. Like I feel like it's and it's definitely what they should open shows with for sure. Like the play out, or are they going to actually play it? Like like is it going to play as they're like they play it and then he doesn't come out till the end of the song because people like this is a jam. Can you imagine just like the lights flashing and like they're not out yet, really? It'd be pretty sick. No, I, I liked this. I do have a quote from uh, from Caleb about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he said so. And him him recording everything together or by himself make that makes this quote make more sense to me too. Because I read this quote as him being the vocalist, and I was like. That doesn't make sense. So <laughs> he said, this is my favorite song on the record. <laughs> and I, and probably my favorite tra- closing track we've ever done. And I'm thinking, like, just thinking you're the vocalist, thinking, well, that's kind of weird for the vocalist to say the instrumental is his favorite <laughs> song ever. Um, so it's uh, the first time Beartooth's ever done a fully instrumental song. With all the previous records, the final song takes a big shift. It's usually some sort of super deep personal emotional song that's all focused on the vocals. But I just wasn't in the mood for that. I felt so beat down that I didn't have anything left in the tank lyrically. So I just wrote a really long, slow instrumental. And in a weird way, it's an incredibly emotional song. To be able to do that without any lyrics was really cool. I saw yeah. people that were... Um, other reviews saying that the, like this harkens back to like '90s metal, like Metallica, and I I hear that. Yeah, and I don't like Metallica, but well, we'll talk about some some of that. Yeah. All right. So overall thoughts. What did you think of this album? I know, but let me hear it. I said that I said this album is fine. I really appreciate the ability to make catchy songs and the lyricism on the record. Um. And I like, I I will add this not not knowing it before, but knowing that he writes uh, and plays everything is wild and super cool. Um, but I think for the most part, metalcore is not. I think this style of metalcore is not really for me. Um, but like, I don't think this is a bad album. I think it's more just like not my not my favorite thing. Um, like there's there's unlike in sync like we did in sync and i was like there were several songs i was like this is a bad song like yeah i don't think there are any bad songs in this album i just not super into it so and i also have only been listening to this band this genre really and this album for you know three days two days so i mean that's another thing that i've got going for me is i've listened to this band from you know, their first full length album. And 
Yeah, you're going to have can, a way different perspective. And I can watch them progress into this like cheesy metal, but fun, you know, style and be totally cool with it still. You yeah. like knowing one or two songs, jumping into it, it's a totally different look at it. Yeah. But I knew this was coming out and I really wanted to review it because I was very excited. So well, I'm boom. not going to love everything we do, and neither are you. So <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all good. Ah. I give it a eight out of ten. It's it's okay to be honest. Five. Okay. Okay. That's better than I thought. Cinco. All right. Let's get into the weekly rewind. What you got? You go first because I feel like we have some. We have some of the same. So I, the first thing on here, and you um, already kind of mentioned it, um, and I actually didn't hear this until the other day, but Miley Cyrus's cover of Nothing Else Matters by Metallica is like yeah. incredible. And the thing that's even the thing that's super wild about it and makes it even cooler is that so she has the per, she has, you know, we know I've talked about this. I love a low female vocal. I love Miley's voice for that reason. And she has like the perfect voice to cover a Metallica song. Yeah. Um, it's why it's the same reason why, like um, when Lady Gaga did that, like joint performance with them, like that was great because she's has the, 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 she also has like a good voice for that. Um, but then to make this even wilder. So this song would have been great if she just like Miley Cyrus with any old band singing the song. Love it. But this cover is totally different. Features Elton John on piano throughout the song. It features Yo-Yo Ma on the cello. Um, Robert T, because I don't know how to say his last True name. Julio. Yep, there you go. The bassist from Metallica. And Chad Smith, famous Will Ferrell impersonator. <laughs> and also not from Red Hot Chili Peppers at all. Also from Will Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess. He's also from uh, Michigan, which is cool. So um and then um Watt, who I think is a producer, but he also okay. plays he also plays guitar on this track, I think. So wow. and I, I he's um worked he with the only people. one I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have anything to add to, I know that you had this on yours too. I like it a lot. And, uh, we know from past episodes, I'm not a giant Metallica fan, but I think this cover is awesome. I'm not a giant fan, but I appreciate them more than you do. And I like the original song, but this is, it's, it's, I think it's better. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the next two on my list are, um, you know, fr- bands that came out with new songs that I already knew the band. Um, Mayday Parade's new song, Kids of Summer, is pretty good. So good. Not pretty. I love that song. I just say pretty good because it's like a summer song. You know, it's a little bit cheaper that way. That's all. It's fine. Ooh, I know your next one's going to be Real Friends, right? Yeah. Which Real Friends song? I put both. 
Uh, oh, I wanted to know which one. And you now I can't more. remember which one. I, I can't even remember which one is which. I like Nervous Wreck more. I think I'm that might be the one I like more too. But I'm not. <laughs> Sorry sure. to be. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, and then uh, I know it came out like uh maybe last week or t- two weeks ago i sorry sorry doug and vic um but um uh, i think it was last week was it possession so the possession 1981 songs from their split don't want to hear it and symmetrio clandestino are available on spotify for your listening pleasure I remember we talked about them last week and they were only on Bandcamp at that point so just wanted to let people Ooh. know so they can easier access to jam so and they're those are pretty good too. Um if you if you like a heavy and fast. <laughs> I do. I do like a heavy um, and fast. I got uh again and again by eight against the current and um garden. And so this is a like pop punk thing, and it sounds like it feels heavily like riot era paramore. Ooh. Um, and then you probably thought I hated this, but I actually liked it. Find my own way by arrested youth featuring Mark Hoppus. Yeah, that was on mine. And I like, so a lot of times I don't like when I've, I've, I've said this about all of them, but I think I've been especially hard on Mark about it. I don't like when they do their, I'm almost 50, but I'm singing about when I was a kid or as if I'm still a kid, but he talks about being a kid and then says it's 20 years later and I still know what I'm fucking doing. or like something like that. And I was like, I, I identify with that. <laughs> that is, I like that. Um, Plus a shout out to Mark Hoppus right now. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't vibes. know Mark Hoppus is battling cancer. We don't know anything. We just want to say we, Really love and appreciate Mark Hoppus. He's the reason I started playing bass back in high school. And it's devastating that we're going through, he's going through this. Yeah. We love you, Mark. We love you. Even though I've said uh, lighthearted, mean things about you, <laughs> about the current <laughs> version of Blink 182, I still, yeah, you're still a very important uh, figure uh, in my music fandom. Um, and yeah, I mean, how many people got into the genre because of Blink yeah. as wild. So, um, and then this is cheating because I think I didn't know about it until you said something, but Lipstick by Willow is good too. Doesn't it give you like, God, hold on. It gives me like incub- early Incubus vibes instrumentally, but then it's like 90s alt girl. I don't know. It's good. I really like it. I like that um, Willow is doing like this kind of music. I know. I'm excited to hear the whole album. Are you ready for mine? Yes. Tyler, the creator, dropped his surprise album this week. Call me if you get lost. It's a pretty fun jam. My favorite song is Juggernaut featuring Lil Uzi, Bert, sorry, and (laughs) Pharrell Williams. Yes, you better say Lil Uzi's last name. Vert, (laughs) Mr. Vert to you. So, me, personally, I like the Foo Fighters. I didn't like their last couple albums as much. However, Mark Ronson remixed one of their songs called Making a Fire, and it is funky awesome. I did not hear that. Oh, I mean, it's not funky. It's like... It sounds like Creedence Clearwater almost, or I don't know. 
Give it a try. Listen to it right now. I want to know what you think. And then while you're looking that up, the Bronx Curb Feelers. It's a great song. I'm really pumped for the next Bronx album. Um, like we said, Real Friends, Nervous Wreck. Embarrassingly, I actually like the new Bastille song. Distorted Light Beam. Um, I saw that there was one, but I didn't um uh, I haven't liked Bastille in a long time. But... I'm not it's not coming up. There it is. Mark Ronson reversion. I think it's better than the original. If you ever get a chance, check out the original. I can hear the I can hear the CCR and the just yeah. right as it starts. Very cool. I've got a uh, two what the fucks. Oh, do I have one? Go ahead. Go ahead with that- yours. I'm I've I've I have mixed feelings on. I don't want to like it, but I think I like it. 303 with the used Burt McCracken. Oh yeah. Vampires I didn't, I didn't Diet. Like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I listened to it a few times to make comments about it on this, and then I found myself singing it at work, and I'm like, oh no, do I like this song? Gross. You only like it's it because okay. it's Bert. Yeah, honestly, it's true. You and then you can't not support Bert. The this I don't this one's not going to be for you at all. But between the buried and me, release a new song, and they have a new album coming out. Everyone's losing their in that scene. Everyone that's in the between the buried and me. I really don't like the new song. And. Mm-hmm. I'm so, solidarity. I don't like it either. Just I don't know. Solidarity for you. Like, I guess I'm not the biggest between the Barry and me fan because Alaska and colors were like my favorite albums by them. And I didn't love too much else they've done, but I know they have like a big discography and people love between the Barry to me. So I, I've, I've no judgment. I don't know shit. Don't listen to me. I don't. We don't know shit. That's what we got. That's it. That's I have a I have a piece of homework from last week. Oh, you did it? No, I didn't do the hoopla, but I I do have my favorite Backstreet Boys song. I'll <laughs> oh, get so to you it. Did, you did homework it. from two. Weeks oh, was that ago. two weeks ago? Yeah, when we did the Insync one. Wait, Insync was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was last week. They used. Yeah, and that's why you had the hoopla. Oh, my brain. I don't know. My favorite Backstreet Boys song is "All I Have to Give." from the first album i'll check it out <laughs> and it's worth you've heard it before uh and it's worth noting that i still listen to backstreet boys even when no one else did after black and blue so i know all those albums that no one no one ever <laughs> listened to but me so how ambitious oh, wait oh. no speaking of that did you see what happened recently yes the nsync and backstreet boys getting together yeah. i follow backsync back <laughs> Lance Bass, Joy Fatone. Yeah, that'd be awesome if they actually release something. Hey, man. That, when uh, New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys um, did their tour together, they re- released like an EP or they released a, a a CD with like a bunch of their hits, but then they recorded two songs together as a, like a huge group. 
like two new songs. So you never know. Cool. Cool. What, how ambitious you said something about being, ambitious. how ambitious are you feeling for next week's episode? Uh, just, just hit me with it. It'd be a lot of work. We are in starting July. That means we're halfway through the year. Uh huh. And I wanted to do a list episode of our favorite songs so far this year. Oh, that's not that much work. I think I you think you that. can handle it. Yeah. How many? I mean, it's hard for me to whittle down my current list. Hold on. I had this up and I wish I would have kept it. All right. Best of 2021 songs so far is 192 songs that I like. <laughs> so I got to whittle that down, you know. Well, we don't want the episode to be too long either. How about 20 songs each? Okay. All right. You know, the thing is, is I haven't been, I'm going to have to like pull out my last FM and like scroll through it because <laughs> I haven't been like doing a good job of putting them in a list. I was oh, doing yeah. it really good for like January and February. And then after that, it was like, sometimes I'd remember to like a song and then <laughs> sometimes I wouldn't. So here's what I do. I make my weekly roundups and then I move all the songs that I liked over into this playlist and I'm up to 192 songs now. So, and that's not including the ones from this week yet. Cause I didn't move those over. Wow. Wow. West. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a halfway through the year mix. I can't wait to put the past is dead on there. Yeah. Maybe. No, you don't know. That came out this year. I know. I'm going to figure out songs from last year I can put on there on a technicality. You son of a bitch. My list is going to be 20 different versions of Leave the Door Open. Can can we do stuff that was repressed this year? Like the 25th anniversary of Take This to Your Grave? No. Damn. (laughs) You have to be new songs released for this Uh, year. My first song is uh, Grand Theft Autumn. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, that's what we're doing next week. Cool. This is going to be our shortest episode ever, I think. Is it? Oh, yeah, under, we're not even at an, an hour, hour yet. It's because you didn't What's your like favorite Backstreet Boys song? The Call. Oh, yeah, you already said that. <laughs> Who's your favorite member of the Backstreet Boys? I don't know their names. AJ McLean's uh, the only answer. Okay, AJ McLean. He's a bad that's boy. <laughs> you know, that's one of NSYNC's downfalls is that they didn't have a, they didn't have a legit bad boy. Is that, uh, who was the bad boy in AJ McLean? No, who was supposed to be the bad boy? Sorry, and in, in, in uh, I think probably Chris Kirkpatrick. Wasn't but, he the because he had like the goggles and the dreads and stuff? Oh, yeah, he's more like he wasn't the bad boy, he was like the fun one. Do you remember Seth Green from Can't Hardly Wait? No, oh my god, I think I saw that. That movie, no, I ah, think I've seen it. It's a good movie. No, but AJ McLean, he had tattoos, he had facial hair, he uh he had a little bit more of a gangster lean than the rest of them, and he had a I drug problem. Tattoos. Like, yeah, you and... could be the if I if we put together don't do your drugs on the air. <laughs> Calling the cops. Just kidding. I'm not a narc. I am the bad boy of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. It's not true at all. Sure it is. You you've done bad things. I've got a little place nearby. Gotta go. 
That should be a new sign off. <laughs> no. All right. Let's end this bad boy. Right. Thanks for listening to. Or, <laughs> thanks for listening. B-siders time to flip the record over. That's a weird noise I made with my mouth. It kind of worked. It's like someone's buttholes tightening up, tightening up or something. <laughs> digital, digital, get down. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore side pod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics. <laughs>